<laughs> Welcome to Burning What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Burning in Hell, where I talk to people about their demons. I'm Hannah Burner. Uh, you know, guys know I'm obsessed with Gen Zs. Like, I'm scared of them, but I also think they're so cool, and I want them to love me. And I feel like she came up on my FYP. She's a fellow pizza bagel, and I was just feeling connected to her, but she didn't know me. And then we went to some, like, brunch-type thing. Influencer brunch. Influencer yes. brunch. How else <laughs> are you supposed to meet people in the city? And we made eye contact, and you were immediately, like, so warm. Because I was so excited to meet you. Like, Shut I, up. No, no, I, I feel the same exact way. Like, I feel like I knew your profile picture on Instagram for like ever, like oh years and years. I remember like seeing you, and people would be like, "Oh, Hannah Burner." Like, I heard oh my, your name. oh, silly tweets. I, <laughs> yes, it was like something. Like, I definitely knew you, and. Then we finally got to be, and I was just like, I just know we're going to get along. I literally, yes. I'm very, like, I was like this with Paige. Whatever my first interaction with people is, I'll immediately, like, keep that. Like, you could literally stab me in the back today, and I'll be like, she was so sweet. Like, I, <laughs> you were just so warm and smiley, and you were just, like, great to meet you. And I remember being like, okay, this bitch is going to be an amazing guest <gasps> on the pod. <laughs> I'm honored to be here. Oh my and you're a Long Island girl? Yes, and we're both pizza bagels. Like, I feel like we're, like, very similar, but different, because you're, like, yeah. athletic, and, like, you have, like, other cool <laughs> shit going on, and you're, like, actually funny and stuff. No, but actually, like, I I like to think I'm like we're like really sim when I like like watch your stuff I'm like yeah like we're similar but I do well where in Long Island are you from Northport it's on it's Suffolk County so it's like on the water on the North Shore we're gorgeous okay so my mom is from Smithtown oh that's close yes I grew up in Brooklyn but we always had um my grandpa always lived in Shelter Island so I spent a lot of time like Long Island yes um yes Brooklyn back and forth and then my dad is part Jewish and my mom's like Sicilian. Okay, I have the flip. I have my mom's Jewish and my dad is I think he might be Sicilian too. I have to go on like ancestry. I have Pro- the thing. Yeah. It's like literally like 50-50. Have you ever done it? Actually, someone in my family did. I Like my dad did or something. So you have his information. Yeah, I, then, ne- I yeah. think I need to do it. It's good to have. Like I like how, even though it updates, like I did ancestry. I didn't do 23andMe. Uh-huh. And it like will be, I'll get a notification every now and again. It's like you're information updated i'm like, like based on new findings i'm like how is it up like it's, it's a fact You're like, like it's yeah not updating but i guess because more and more people are entering the database i don't really get it you know people are saying they're gonna make a clone of me somewhere like I don't, yeah I, and people they are afraid they're gonna Paige has a phobia that they're gonna use her information to like get her in jail or something i don't know i wasn't paying attention but she was worried about something and i was like if they're gonna do it go for them because that sounds complex no, it, that sounds like, like a lot of work too much work and honestly not worth it for me like there's other people I'm like, like yeah. i just want to know if, if i'm any percentage of like anything cool that i can have a conversation with but i mean i do feel like there's especially like right now with like anti-semitism and shit growing up in like long island new york i feel like there were so many Everyone was part Jewish in some capacity. Yeah. And you'd see like the range of Judaism of your friends. But I also felt like Judaism was also just like a state of mind of like personality and being funny and cynical and hardworking. I don't know. I'm just naming random. No, it is. And then there's people who you meet that are like, oh, I'm culturally Jewish. And you're like, but (laughs) but what does that mean, though? Like, I guess I am, too. I would say I'm I'm Jewish, but not Jewish enough that a real Jewish guy can marry me without converting. Gotcha. Okay, I'm dating. My boyfriend's Jewish. We met. Well, your mom's Jewish. My mom's Jewish. Oh, because you're technically not. Oh, yes, 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 yes. See, like technically, I'm a a schvixer. 
<laughs> is that what they call it? I'm a sugar and a shiksa. A shiksa, yeah. <laughs> a shiksa. Did you I'm celebrate, a sphinx. Did you celebrate both holidays? We honestly. Like, like, not both. So my family. Not even, like, look at really. us like, getting into religion. I'm sorry. Sorry, we're diving oh, in. I love it. So this is a religion podcast now. <laughs> my parents put us in like Catholic school on Sundays because their friends wanted to get drunk at brunch. And they needed to send you somewhere. And they needed yeah, to put me somewhere. They needed to do something yes. with us. And I guess it was good to like. They wanted us to start with at least a frame of reference of religion. Totally. But then I like started playing tennis and I had tournaments. I did not get confirmed or anything. We didn't. We we had the culture. Oh, look at me oh, now. Oh yeah, you're like, like, like we, we ate potato latkes. I had matzo brie. <laughs> I had like I did that shit. Same, I I no, love same. like lox and cream cheese. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. And I literally met my boyfriend on a Jewish dating app because I was like, I'm technically Jewish. Like, Wait, I how long have you guys been dating? Um, a year. Like, we're about to have our one year like technically anniversary. But do you count on the day you started? You went on your first date or you started dating? Because my mom is trying to argue with me. She's like, it's the second you Dude. went on your first date, and then and wait. Because then if you get engaged and then you get married, what there's so count? many anniversaries. Because now I'm fucking married. I so do a, only go by that one now? Like all the other ones get erased? I like to go by like the day we met, which was, uh, okay. we were DMing before it. <laughs> but the day we physically met was July 11th. Okay. 2020. Darn. That is, okay. Kind of recent. So I don't really know the man to tell no, you the truth. No, no, that's a good date. I'm actually here I can't for remember it. too many dates. Like I'm like that friend that like I love you but I don't remember your birthday and like don't take it personally. I'm always like one day off. <laughs> like I'll be like like I'll wake up and be like oh my gosh today like I I have it in like, my calendar. Like I grew up yes. with like Facebook where like that's I, how you know you don't remember. It's like yes. Des remembers people's phone numbers. Like he remembers his girlfriend's phone number from like 1997. When you were born. And oh that could start God. a fight. I was like, you don't remember my phone number. And you know fucking Tracy's from middle school? Fuck you, bro. There's too many numbers in this life. Like, there's the tax. Oh, my gosh. The and numbers then, like, you need the, to know for taxes. And the passwords. Like, it's don't just, get me started. It's too many. It's too many numbers. Like, there's too much information in my brain. I don't, I don't have any room for any more numbers. So, I do like, have to yeah. say, you are Gen Z. You are younger. Yeah. I don't like to call you. She's, <laughs> she's younger. But... You've been in the the business for a yeah, minute because I, I was doing research <laughs> yeah. as one does, yeah. and I just like went on YouTube because I I'm I love like the aspect of marketing. You're actually I haven't had a lot of YouTubers on, and it's actually oh, the one look. thing that I haven't really figured out for myself. And I feel like people are scared of it, and there's all these excuses mm-hmm. of why people don't want to start a YouTube mm-hmm. channel. You've been doing it for. 10 years? Like, more than 10 years. I know. A really freaking long... Like, my parents didn't know what it was. Like, I was I was on YouTube fully doing it. They were like, we don't really know. Like, Brooke's in a room, like, our doing d- something. Our daughter's you know? posting videos on the internet, and we hope it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, just no idea. Like, yeah, they wouldn't let me... This is the funny thing. They wouldn't like, let me... Do you need me, a stripper pole in your be- bedroom for your YouTube? What is this? They, they wouldn't let me have a MySpace, but, like, I was allowed to, like, have free range on YouTube. Because no one knew what it so was. so funny. Well, it's okay, because MySpace fucked you up with the top Did eight. Did you do it? Were you, you I had my space. It was all your top eight. You'd move people. You get in like a little fight with one friend. You're like, you're at five now, bitch. It, it really is the cause <laughs> yes. for a lot of millennial anxiety. I like stick by that. <laughs> my old top eight is toxic shit. Um, like imagine if you write your friends. That. I don't, I would actually be so bitter. I'm like such a resentful person like that though. Like that I'm like, this girl kind of pissed me off today. Like, oh yeah. Cause you know, Sicilians, we never forget. <laughs> yes, we never forget. Yes. So explain the beginning of your YouTube journey. Yeah. So my first video wasn't even on this channel. It was on another channel. I made in literally elementary school, going into middle school. How I know vintage, right? I don't even know how. I, I was always like kind of smart, so I feel like that's why I figured out like 
insert SD card into computer, upload so this file. So you were using like, like a camera, camera, like a you, like the family camcorder, of, essentially. Like yeah, it was like I don't even know. I was like, hey, like is there a camera? Like digging through like the bin, you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I figured out how to use it, and they those were like one take like clips, you know, like it was. And like, what were you expressing to the world in these videos? <laughs> what kind of insight were you bringing to our nation? Well, at that point, there was like no exp- like I was uh, doing like commercials and like skits and so whatever. funny, like, so comedy. Yeah, yeah, I guess like you can go. Yeah, <laughs> sketches. Yes. She's doing a little SNL in her yes, bedroom. Yes, yes, that's amazing. And then we started going. Like then I did learn how to edit, but it was like bare bones, like yes. whatever. So then like I thought, movie. Yes, yeah. So then I thought that I could be like editing music videos. That was like a trend. You yes. do. It was actually. It's very similar to TikTok now, yeah. where you like lip sync to a song, but you do like jump cuts, and you were like, "Wait, you do know? you remember? <laughs> like, do you remember the Miley Cyrus? Um, Nobody's perfect. Yes, I, yeah, that's what I was envisioning yes. you doing just now, yes. like jumping around. It was li- like, did you have other friends doing it? Yes. Oh well, they okay. were my videos. They weren't necessary. So the thing was like, I was always like the, you know, I'm very like that. I'm like, you guys are gonna be in my videos. Yes. Like, you know, I'm like the leader. But you're that the, was you're the creative director. Oh, I. I was the director, <laughs> the, the writer, the editor, the producer. You're just like stressed in a corner with like a black hat. Like the budget has gone <laughs> over again. Cynthia, get it together. No, I was actually like mean to my friend. Like I'm glad that they're still friends with me because I was like, do you it can, again. You that can table wasn't good like, This is not what we practice. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, I thought this was for fun. I was like, this, no, no, no. That's so funny because <laughs> I did make my friend do music videos and there's footage of me making my parents watch us dance to gangsters paradise and my you t- they turn the camera to like my grandma who's like dying laughing and you go back to us and we're so serious and you can tell i'm like don't fuck it up but i think it's just being creative but the crazy thing is is you started to get like some momentum with some of these videos yeah so that was then that channel was like whatever you know i mean it, there was also some like bullying in the mix because like you know it's weird to do that back in the day so then i was so that was like middle school and then it was like were you getting oh, bullied YouTube online girly. or offline or both mm, in person but it wasn't like severe or anything but it was like you know i, I was like the youtube kid because i was like i was very early adopter this is like 2010 2011 2012 like no one was on youtube so like you know my link gets sent around i'm sure the school they're like <laughs> this girl in my school makes these weird videos, yeah, you know? Yeah. So then all my friends were like, I don't really want to be in them anymore. So I stopped that <gasps> channel. I know. I get it. But I get it, though. Like, I do get it. No? I mean, that makes me sad. I always... One thing that to this day someone told me that has been helpful is like, obviously, you're going to have trolls and let them affect you in any way, but don't let them affect your creativity. But it sounds like Ooh. you let it evolve into something else. So how did you do it to make it less like people, less people will bully me? Well, then I started my <laughs> this next channel, which was like, I found a pocket of YouTube that was more beauty. Fo- I don't even want to call it beauty focus. Cause like, who am I? Like lifestyle? No, like, yeah, it was like girls who were like me just in their bedroom talking about their day at school, makeup, their outfits, like whatever. It was kind of like a mix of everything. And they were like in high school and I was in high school and I looked up to them and I was like, I could do this. Like I, I did theater, you know, so I was like, yeah. I'm going. And shit. Well, like, so I did you want to be like an actress? Yes, of yeah. course. Because I mean, it's funny. Like, I feel like there's two <laughs> kinds of girls. There's the ones who are like, wait, I actually know everything about fashion and makeup and I'm so beautiful yeah, and whatever. Yeah. And it's just so natural <laughs> for them. Then there's the girls who were like, 
I need to be in front of the camera and I'm gonna fucking make it happen. I don't know which like channel that was gonna me. Be. It was like, in, <laughs> but you have means. a natural like very good stage presence. Oh, thanks. Well, that was my. I was like, whatever means I can do this, and this seemed like it was like a popular. I was still I was interested in those things, but I was by no means like the fashionista. Yeah. You know, like it yeah. was, whatever. But it is funny to be like, I'm gonna start a fashion. Yeah. Channel. I was like, um, actually, no. This is my brand. Now. <laughs> like, like, what you just wake up one morning and you're like, yeah, I'm a makeup editor yeah actually like i always liked makeup but like i wasn't particularly great at it you know but you leaned into like well this is what i do (laughs) but i mean you weren't necessarily like i'm this is how you should do it you're just like this is how i do it this is that's just like what people were doing and that was like so i i I couldn't really think out of the box then i guess you know that's why Mm -hmm. people who did were so successful i guess Mm -hmm. but i started to follow kind of like what everybody there was this community at the time of i wasn't even in it because there was like the bigger people you know (laughs) and there's like the us who are trying to like climb our way up there yeah um but you would show like what's in your backpack like yes. cute very like wholesome Wait, content. that's so cute yeah it was um so i did that through high school and then i guess yeah i got some traction but i like had my job in high school like did my like normal life what thing. job did you have i worked at ralph's oh I, my God. <laughs> I mean like a true creative <laughs> i know my that side is- hustle Dude, <laughs> Ralph's was like the one place that when i went in I'm like, this place is lit <laughs> and then i'd buy all this shit that i would never use but it would like make me feel Wait, creative are we talking about the same place Wait, I'm talking about Ralph's, like, the arts I'm talking about Ralph's Italian Ices. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Ralph's Italian Ices, that's amazing. I was, like, creative. I was, like, I mean, I guess. And you're, like, I mean, this. Wait, Ralph's, oh, my God, that is so (laughs) funny. Are you talking about, like, Michael's? Yeah, I was talking about Michael's. Honestly, Ralph, Michael, who the fuck knows at this point? (laughs) All men are the same. Wait, okay, this is even funnier. Because Ralph's, Ralph's Italian That's Ices. That's I thought that you knew it. Because it's like, I feel like it's like a thing, yes. right? That's a, you must have had very strong forearms. The, the right arm, I guess. Yes. But then I would also like go and like make myself like Sundays every day after school. And yeah. I was like, why am I getting away? Like, probably because I'm having like, I like it. I could make myself anything on the menu at any time. Like my after school snack was like a large Sunday. Like, what was your go-to? Like what should people get at Ralph's? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I like, um, it's an ice. It's chocolate brownie chocolate fudge brownie that's the name of it Ooh. yes it's amazing oh my yeah God. they have it like in the city and stuff like people go now i've heard now i see it on tiktok you know they'll be like you got it the best soft serve in the city ralph's i'm like you guys we've i been feel on like this you yeah. need to be like the spokesperson for ralph <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah, yeah okay so you're working how are you like in terms of like did you prefer being at home alone creating talking to mm. a computer than socializing no, I was always really social, though. Like, that was the thing. Like, I was always very much so, like, I wanted to be with friends and, like, out there and stuff. So I feel like I just, I liked, it's funny, I feel like my energy has declined through the years. Like, I used to love to be so busy. Like, mm-hmm. I would want to, like, go to work and then come home and, like, make a video and, mm-hmm. like, you know, excel in school, like, be president of all the clubs and whatever. Yeah. I'm like, how did I? <laughs> you no, tired just talking Because I feel it. like you don't even know as a kid that you can get tired. Yes. <laughs> and then when you're older, you're like, wait, I could choose to take a nap. That was me in college. Then I had that, I had that unlock, and I was like, ooh, but I could just sit in my bed all day. Like, yeah, yeah this is crazy. So you are making videos in middle yeah, school. You're making everything. videos in high school. You go to University of Georgia. Yes, yes, go dogs, Go dogs, <laughs> And you're making, continuing making. Yes, continue making college videos. Then it switched to, like, you know, the college content. On and off through the years. I mean, I always did it, but there would be, like, I just, like I said, I, you know, I... lost my consistency I think well how important is consistency when creating a YouTube channel so that's everything because right now I am 
wild i will like, post four videos in one night won't see me for like two months by the way burning in hell does have a youtube channel check it out I'm it post- does? yeah i mean i just started oh okay. like i literally All just right. started and i'm posting shorts of my stand-up which are doing really oh, well want tiktok they we can go into a whole deep dive well, on that tiktok and instagram i like really understand yeah but i guess like committing to doing youtube is hard and I think it's because when people first start, it doesn't just blow up. Oh no. We're like TikTok, steady, yeah. you can start and like go viral. And all of these TikTokers who are trying to go over to YouTube now are having such a hard time. I see them. They have millions of followers. It's also like TikTokers who try to go to podcasting too. They, that, that too. Because yes, podcasting yes. and YouTube is more of like a slow growth. Yep. But then once you have that growth, it's like super stable because I guess it's the longer form content. So true. Look at us. We're just, we, at, we crack the code. We crack the code. <laughs> what advice do you have for someone starting a YouTube channel? Okay, I would, we just said consist- myself. <laughs> consistent, well, number one, I say with every form of social media, obviously, it's like originality, like actually, and you know, your mom tells you, it's so cliche to be like, do your own thing. But there's a million and one, I do vlogs, mostly. There's so many people who do vlogs similar to mine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it gets very copy and paste. Yeah. And in terms of we all do the same things, you know, whatever. So let your personality shine. Like, I love watching people that aren't so, like, vanilla. And they aren't just, like, this is my lip gloss. Like, trying to look pretty yeah. and cute and hot. Like, it's, like, show us when you wake up in the morning. You know, yeah. show us, like, when you're looking a little rough. And be, like, honest. Be, like, I didn't like this product. You know, I didn't like this thing. Like, I, that's what I like when people are very authentic and true to them. I feel like the same thing with, like, making friends or dating. Like, show your X factor. Yes. And, yeah, some people might not like it, but the people who connect with you are going to be, like, people that connect with you for life. It's so true. And it might not be... And it, it might take a second to, like, find your footing, too, with YouTube. You know, some people, like, go into it, start doing vlogs or they start posting one type of thing and they realize they get popular for something else, so they have to pivot, and, like, that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like, the patience and consistency took me so many... It, so many years. It was, like, a con- growing constantly... I actually got a job again after college. Like I worked in corporate for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Doing what? Um, <laughs> sales. I did. Oh my God, I did sales uh, too. Did you do really? cold calling? Yes. Me too. Yes. My dad was like, the only way to like really get tough is doing cold calling. Then you could do anything. And I was like, okay, this is horrible. It was so bad. Was but we have the personalities to do it. I actually was doing really well. But I hated it. Yeah. So I would like hit my quota really early and then I would just like go to the social media team and like talk shit with them <laughs> for the rest of the month. <laughs> right? Like like I was so more interested in the creative. Yeah. And I'm naturally competitive. But I like I have another side to myself that I like wanted to explore. I just didn't want to be like I got that. How wait, how long did you do that job? When I uh, right out of college, I got the cold calling job. <laughs> it's such what it's the most common job for like general business majors out of college and and athletes i actually was communications but they love like an athlete yeah and honestly like i was fucking making good money and i remember just being like this is not what i want and i can't i had one of those like existential crisis where i was like i can't do this for the rest of my life and then i went into marketing and then i quit that (laughs) and then i started as a basically a freelance video producer Mm -hmm. for betches when I was 26. Wow. But it took me like six, five years. To get there. To get there. Yeah. What was your experience with sales? It was very short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot shorter than that. I was there for like like six months. Like not yeah. even. Like very short. But I my YouTube was like a presence at the time. Like I was making good money and like enough. Like I lived, it was in Boston. I lived in like a one bed that was 
an obscene amount of money. Well, so you'd been making money on YouTube for a while. I was. Not that, like, it was good money and it was, like, you know, fun money and whatever, but it wasn't necessarily, like, to be able to sustain, Mm -hmm. like, I saw the potential, but I was like, I need to make a little more before I, like, feel comfortable going off on my own, yep. you know? Especially right out of school. Yes. You're like, I know I'm su- I did all this college to do something different. Totally. But it's just great that you found something that you enjoyed. What is the secret to, like, your longevity and staying <sighs> in it? I feel like it's showing all of the stages of my life, which I'm really fortunate that my audience likes to see. I really – I've been, like, so in my head about this because there are some creators who they – lose it all of a sudden you know like or they'll pop up on my page I'll be like wow I haven't seen them in forever like what have they been up to mm-hmm. and it's it's I guess kind of introducing your audience to your life in a way that like my my life is kind of an open door like through the podcast through YouTube through everything like they kind they know my family they know my friends not all my friends but like mm-hmm. you know the ones I choose to show oh, online the, and the important ones no, yeah, yeah the ones, <laughs> that, the ones I, I like know. the most <laughs> only my MySpace top four so <laughs> <laughs> do you have a no. way of choosing what you show and what you don't show um, Do you ever feel guilty if you're like, I don't really want to tell them this? Sometimes, yes. Uh, like, because once you start talking about a topic, I feel like it opens the door and like they want more. You know what I mean? So I can't yeah, it's just... like people who post their relationship all the time, then they break up and you're like, mm, where's the explanation of that? Because I've had to listen to your fucking odes of fucking <laughs> love, love for, for so yes. long. I want the tea. And I completely get it because I'm like, I'm curious too. You know, I'm a curious like viewer of others. Do you watch so, a yes. lot of other YouTubes? Yes, I watch a lot of vlogs. I scroll on TikTok a lot, honestly. I How know. much TikTok do you watch? I'm, you? I'm obsessed with TikTok. I love it so much i'm researching yeah. i would not call it scrolling i'm call it researching of course, of course. <laughs> but it's like yes. i i not only get inspired by people but i'm more just like i'll uh, like mine is like cat videos and like how to get out of depression <laughs> is it really <laughs> like i don't even get stand-up on my you don't any comedy wow that's so I, funny no, i do get like funny ones but it's more like my own like niche of the internet okay. of my like unique personality and then when i put out is like what i want to put out into the world understand so it's not yeah. always the same but yeah youtube i it's not maybe attention span i remember like watching some ember chamberlain because i was fascinated by her mm. are there any creators that you really like on youtube oh my gosh this is a great question oh i just did a deep dive on that's my thing that's my personality oh, deep dive. i i can't just like watch a video like i have to watch <laughs> all the videos and i have to get like the comprehensive life story like this is my problem it's not just like oh i've seen one or two like it's like no, no best, i've seen all the best is the deep dive of the person's like significant other's brother and you're like how yes. did we get here but i know you're everything about so him <laughs> i have this problem with like their apartments i'm like where like so this one oh. girl so her name is my fam P-H-A-M. I mm-hmm. hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. She does amazing vlogs. They're just edited so fun. Very like Gen Z, like, you know, quick cut, like, you mm-hmm. know, flashy, whatever, mm-hmm. which sometimes I'm like not into. But with her, she does such a good job. She's like three million subscribers. I mean, she's mm-hmm. killing it. Mm-hmm. But her apartment, I'm like, I, I'm i like on street easy trying to find it. Like, I'm creepy. But so I mean, what is your process each week to creating a video? Oof. Oh, well, I post two a week. <gasps> To creating two videos. No, it's okay. Okay, That's incredible. To be fair, my videos aren't like productions though. Like that's well, that's what I want to know. Because like yeah, like my I posted a TikTok last night of just a joke I thought of took three seconds versus like a man on the street that takes like forever. Yeah, and it doesn't mean one is going to do better than the other. Totally. So I just know it's two videos a week and it's kind of like plugging in. If I I have like a list of running videos that aren't vlogs and then most of them are vlogs. And then within the vlogs, I have a list of like, you know, topics that I could talk about or if it's like showing, you know, my updated makeup routine or Mm -hmm. doing a a talk about like 
body image Wait, or whatever fun. it is. Now you're inspiring me to want to start one. I would love, I would kill to see a Hannah Burner Day in the life <gasps> week in my life. Like, I would love to see that. It's I like really would. me with my cat. <laughs> Before you took a nap, you're like, I, I, took took a nap. I literally had two meetings today and I call it meetings, but I was on the phone for an hour and then I was like, I need to take a nap. This is exhausting. But like, I would love to see that. People would love to see that though. They so want this to is my question. What yeah. do you do? You like hold a camera? Yeah, I have it in my bag. I'll show you later. Like, it's like a, it has like the flip up screen. It's big. It's wide. It has a wide shot. And yeah, like I just show my life and it's not, you know, the finished product will probably be between three days of filming, maybe like. 20 to 30 minutes of footage this one will be and then you sit will you sit down and edit it i have an editor so that is what like i completely you you found someone who understands your tone understands Mm -hmm. the vibes when do you start working with them that was it so a few years ago she started editing some and then we like slowly built to like yeah because you need trust in that (gasps) yeah that's amazing because i have a friend who yeah she found someone who does it and and it's awesome because right now like i edit giggly squad i have someone who edits burning in hell and because I, I love editing too. You do? What do you I, use? iMovie? Premiere Pro. Oh, okay, like, good. Well, no, I, I'm not like amazing at Premiere Pro, but I'm good enough. But like, That's I great. edit all my stand up. Like, I just love editing, but I'm at the point in my career where it's like, you gotta outsource some shit. Because I would literally be like, I, I gotta go home to edit a podcast and edit these three videos. And my husband will be like, you need to sleep. And I'm like, believe me, I have enough naps. Um, <laughs> So I have a nap schedule. So you get all the content and then you send it to them. How picky are you in the revision process? I used to be more picky. And I've once again, you learn to let go. I feel like with outsourcing, I used to be very strict with myself, too, with outsourcing. And Mm -hmm. I used to be like, no, like I get it done the best, like very much so. And over time, you learn to trust others more. They learn your style, like whatever. And I've just learned that, like, what is, you know, what is the difference going to make in one little like text thing in a 20 minute long video? You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm not going to it's better to just get the video up than to be so particular about mm-hmm. it. Like my the loyal viewers, which most of my audience is like people who come back. I wouldn't say that like I'm growing right now, but I would say I have such like a loyal audience like that Ugh. it's more so like they just want to see a vlog. Like they yeah. don't need to see the perfect vlog. They don't need to see it be like... You're like calling your friend in the middle of the week and being like, how are you? Yeah, it's a check-in. It's yes. a check-in. <laughs> Some people are just your comfort people. It's like turning on a podcast and you just like feel it. You like their aura. You like their vibe. You yes. feel like It's like that friend's living room that when you sit in, you like the smells. I don't know, but I totally get that. They call it um the comfort influencer. This oh is like God. they have a phrase for it. Do you think now we're I mean, I feel like I like people say my voice is calm, and I'm like, well, that's wild because the energy behind it is frenetic. <laughs> you must have like a po- like. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Like anything so you throw funny. on to like, I feel actually, good? The, I listen to like entrepreneurial podcasts. Okay, but otherwise, like I don't listen to podcasts. I think it's because I'm either like creating, yeah, or creating like I'm always just creating and sometimes I don't like subconsciously being influenced by people who do similar things I get that I mean already whenever I'm on my podcast I'm like on TikTok this happened TikTok that happened (laughs) and I'm like okay I'm just literally reading my TikTok videos at this point so I actually don't and even stand up sometimes you don't want to listen to too many people's other jokes Mm because you subconsciously start like thinking similarly and I like to really try to have like a you just a unique perspective on it. If I that completely makes sense. get that. Sometimes I'll think of something and I'll be like, I 
don't know if this is an original idea or if I acquired this from someone else, you know, and then you yeah. don't know who to give credit but to. But then like, also with there is that like overarching like pattern where it's like, what's in my bag? And it's like, yeah, that's something that's been done a million times before. How do I make it myself? Or totally. seeing a funny sound on TikTok. I yes. love when I see a sound and it and it makes me think of a very specific memory to me. Yeah. And then you post it and you realize you're not alone with it. And it's a shared experience. Yeah. Yes, that others can, yes. I'm also at the point as someone like I've done, you know, like cable TV, like I've had talk show, I've mm-hmm. had whatever mm-hmm. reality TV and like, it's funny cause you're on YouTube, like I'm TikTok, Instagram and it's like you chase to like do TV, mm-hmm. but like people on TV want to have the kind of engagement that you have on a video. So true. And recently, you know, I'm auditioning and trying to like see different things of like TV shows and stuff. And then you're like, wait, <laughs> I have my own TV show right here. Once you have that moment, you're like, damn, like it kind of like frees you in a way that, yes, I, like, I have friends who relate. have gotten TV shows and they're literally like, how does no one watch? No one's watching them. This is a waste of my time. The money's not even that good. And it's like we almost have to change the idea of what success is because you literally have your own reality TV show that you get to edit. I get to produce. Yeah. I get to edit. I get to write. It's <laughs> like, a dream. Exactly. And like, I don't have to worry about perceptions of me because like I'm putting out the perception I guess essentially yeah and I feel like it's so much easier to deal with hate when you're like well that's me that I put out there but if someone were to like skew how you are and then people hate you you're like but that um you know what I meant when I said that no completely (laughs) how does your boy toy feel about the public eye um he so like he's not really in my stuff and that's kind of a mix of like his opinion and my opinion Mm -hmm. I once again I try not to make it too involved because if anything were to ever happen, like, I wouldn't want it to be, like, a huge piece of my personality. But at the same time, like, we've been dating for a year. Like, I want people to, like, know that I'm, like, yeah. happy and, like, whatever. And it starts to become your life. Like, you get really totally. immersed in him. Totally. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. You start saying we. I so- <laughs> I've caught myself saying, I'm, like, our plans for New Year's are, I'm, like, I'm going to actually go, like, stab myself right now. Like, I don't know why. I've never been this girl. Like, who am I? But he feels great. He's so supportive. Like, so What's he? What industry it. is he in? He's in med school. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. how cute. I really like that. Yeah, very, very different. Like, and it's really nice because we, I feel like we both have, like, mutual respect for, like, the other person in a way that, like, I was like, I'm like, you respect what I do. Like, and, but your like, job yeah, is yeah. very time consuming, too, yeah. where, like, you could be working all night filming something. Yeah. And he can be studying all night and it's not, very like, a so. nine to five type thing yeah no it's good it's been hard to this is my first serious relationship and it was hard to find someone i think beforehand i had people that i dated that were either too interested and then i had people that were not interested and like would be like that's a job like what you know and it's like you have it's hard to find your first serious relationship yeah yeah so it's i know i'm really as in you've had a lot of situationships in the past those are way harder than real relationships because those you don't know the game yeah and you also don't really know the guy until he's like fully committed and then it's easier to break up because you're like i know all of him i know what it's like to like be with him and it's not that great Instead of filling in the blanks with situationships, like he would have been, he would have turned into a perfect guy if he had loved me. Um, do you have any advice for the girlies in New York City? <laughs> it was that was relatable. Yes, no, it was. I was literally about to say, like the, I, I know where you're going with this because the next pandemic in New York City is situationships. Like everyone is in is trapped in them because I guess like it's hard to date here, and you know people, are, it's hard to date everywhere. Like, yeah. but here. For some reason, I I have the most amazing friends, like such, you know, talented, entrepreneurial, like just great women that I'm like, why is it so hard? Like, where are the good guys? You know, Do you feel I know this way? I 100% feel that way. I have this thing in my head I call the Rolodex where, you know, okay. when you meet a girl 
or a woman and she's like it like she's so great and i'm like yes. and yeah, i ask her, are you single and she'll be like yeah i can't find someone and i immediately put her in my head as my yes. rolodex so that if i end up like i i'm trying to live vicariously through them but i'm like if i meet a guy that i think is hot <laughs> and i think is like sperm donor potential <laughs> <laughs> i like because i do think everyone needs to help out like you see those people like friends of friends totally. and sometimes they'll hate you because they'll be like would you send me up on that but i mean Sometimes they might be like that. Have you had a successful setup? I've had two. <gasps> wow. I've had three, but two were on purpose. Okay. <laughs> two were like you two like go out and like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like my, my, I was living with two dudes. It started, when? it was when I first out of college, it was me, my friend Becca and these two guys. I started dating one of the guys. We broke up. We moved into a new place. Me, my fr friend Becca and this guy, Becca leaves, his best friend moves in. Next, you know, it's me and two fucking finance bros. And I'm like, how did I end up in a fraternity? And I meet a girl named Haley on an elevator and they got, and her and Dave got married. So I'm going to heaven. You have done your service. Like, honestly, like, I'm said, yeah, like, I'm good. Right, done. Just, just, thank you. It's like, true. Yeah. But I do think, like, I don't even know. I feel like <laughs> our gals on the go. Yeah. yeah. It, it There's an excitement around it. And I love just like, I feel like people love your friendship and people like my friendship oh, with yeah, Paige. Yeah, yeah. And there's like this X factor. That's the word we keep using this episode that people love. But I feel like there's some way that we have all these like really hot, successful single girls that listen that I'm like, there has to be a way that we could get some kind of like dating pool organized. Like everyone has to bring a hot friend. Yes. But then I get nervous because I'm like, if he's that hot, why aren't you dating him? Uh, or like you've like don't you've bring something in the past. Exactly. Yeah, totally. There has to be something. But I just feel like we've created these communities and i want to be amazing. able to I know. organize it in some capacity it'd be great some kind Maybe of like we could do dating like thing some sort of crossover dating or event. like a speed dating event and we like the we <laughs> it becomes like exclusive night club we look the guys up and down we're like do you go to therapy next <laughs> yes i don't know we'll figure it out i'm manifesting but how did you meet your guy and what was the dating process like we met on locks club so it's a oh locks yeah. club Okay, so you're the face of Locks Club and um, Ralph. I have been sponsored by Locks Club. <laughs> well, yeah, I like literally harassed them. I was like, um, guys, like, well, you I harassed them to get a on poster. the app. And then I, yeah, yeah. Well, I got on like the beta stages of the app. So I like literally was DMing them. I was Ruby, like, hey, right? can you accept me? Yeah, yeah. She's great. So then I finally got in, did the stuff with them. And then I was working with them. And then I was going to the events and whatever. But I didn't meet him at an event. We went just like on a date i replied to one of his prompts because i'm you know i'm like that like, i just like i'm such an initiator I'm on my shit. <laughs> and then i didn't reply for a week don't advise doing this i mm -hmm. don't know why because i just would only check my dating apps like once a week would you ever you never really did dating apps like oh no no, no. i oh. fully did dating oh, apps did. but i would go like all in like i was addicted to it like i'm like me, 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 like it's a game yes. yeah it's a game that i wanted to win until you have like a really bad date and then you have to delete it and then it was literally like an addiction. But yeah, yeah. I was doing like a, like a literal game yeah, on my phone yeah, in the subway. Hinge. I, 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 I met this guy, British Dave on Hinge, who was amazing. Great guy. I've met some, but yeah, so many lock slips seem so cool. And I'm like part Jewish. And I, and I like met them at South by Southwest. And oh, I was talking to them and so I'm like, this cool. is so cool. I mean, yeah, I went yeah, once. I met them in no Austin big deal. Um, at a conference. And the founders <laughs> like dating every like hot girl that's what, um, in the spotlight. Camila Cabello. And before he was with another one. But anyway, I met them. They were so cool. And I kept talking to them. And my manager was like, honey, you're married. Like, why are you trying to get involved with this app? But I do love love. 
Yeah, no, it's a great, it's a cool app. Like, I was just willing to try anything at that point. Like, Hinge was kind of dead. I was like, I, I, like, I don't know what I'm doing. What here, was different so. about him as opposed to other dudes that you'd situated yeah. with? I just felt comfortable to be me. Like, I feel like I was just, like, very, like, mean, like, quirky, like, you know, myself from the beginning. And (laughs) (laughs) that's true. I feel like sometimes in the public, people think I have my shit more together. And then I get home with my husband and I'm like, I'm a new baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like, more water, more water. And I'm like, with ice, with ice. Like, like, you know, I'm like this strong, independent woman. I'm like, what? Huh? I can't take two steps to get my own water. This is what I always say to my husband. I, because I'm not necessarily caretaker. I'm not necessarily domesticated. I don't know if people still use that word. But I was like, look, I cannot be brilliant, hysterical, gorgeous, (laughs) and take out the trash. Like, take, delete one if you want the trash, but I can't do it all. Yes. Women can't have it all. We can have most of it, but I can't, like, I'm not also, d- like, bringing that dish into the dishwasher. It's simply not fair. Like, we, we can't carry all of that on I have back. so like, much yeah, going what... on right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm really busy. I'm but super busy. It was great, though, um, dating him and everything. So, the, I just feel like it felt different from the beginning. Like, I never had to worry. I used to have the worst dating anxiety. Like, I, I would be so in my head after the date and be like, will I hear from him again? You know, like, I think I actually <sighs> had, like, that anxious attachment style. And then I don't know if it healed itself or whatever. But somehow, all of a sudden with him, like, I didn't have to worry about things like I dating just, like, anxiety is real I, i'll see some tiktoks of people talking about like when he hasn't responded and it's been two hours that could ruin a week it would ruin me back like i don't even know how i survived i was so dramatic too like i would just be like i calling my friends like stopping i'd be like it's over <laughs> like it never started it was like, <laughs> no, my, i remember going you go on a good date and then you get your playlist on and about like love and you're like walking like yes. daddy's home home for me and you're like we're together and then you like never hear from him again and you have to go from like the highest heights but i live my life like that i mean they're like the highest high or the lowest too. low no. <laughs> we love the drama that's what i think it I is think that's what it is because right? we could just be like yeah that was a good date but instead we're like i'm gonna marry yeah. him and then you're like my heart will never recover and then it's like for the story of like telling your friends you're like it was the best date ever yes. like and you have to romanticize the yes. hell out of it you're like he literally he, oh, he took my chair out he let me sit down he looked like, at me in a way i've never been looked at before and i'm like he blinked yeah he blinked <laughs> he had something in his oh eye and he God. scratched it <laughs> that's so funny how's your mental health what's going on it's good i feel like I probably have, I, I mean, I know I have like some form of anxiety, like therapists have told me that, but I don't, it's not like, it's manageable. It's not like, spiking right now. No, it's good. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I feel like I'm just always a very like high stress person. Actually, we're working on, which I need to consult you on this because you guys are like CEOs of the live shows. You oh, yeah. Paige, oh my gosh. But Danielle and I are having our first live show. And <gasps> I like feel like a lot more stressed about it than I expected. You know, I was like, oh, look, we're going to go and have a good time. And now I'm like, every little detail, I'm like, oh, but what happens at minute 32? Like, oh. uh, why am I being so crazy I well, don't know yeah it's the unknown yes but one thing people don't factor in like I say this with people who stand up would be like how do you remember all of it or like how do you speak in front of all these people you're not doing a monologue True. it is a dance between like your two energies and when you get on stage you're gonna feel this crazy energy from the crowd uh. that's like literally saying tell me <laughs> and then you're gonna give it to them and they're gonna accept it and send it back to you and it becomes this like beautiful dance where when you're just planning it it seems like okay so we're just gonna be awkwardly standing up there saying stuff at people it that's not the vibe Mm -hmm. and also like these people want to see you 
and they're rooting for you and it becomes more like like a like a cult of like all these people who have like the same sense of humor Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i actually feel like people become friends going to these shows and also like lean in like we get like makeup artists we get like oh yes like photo shoot it's all about the shoot before (laughs) the show we get like people are like are you ready and we're like my own side page is like having a solo shoot in the bathroom right now (laughs) so it's it's more like like in these moments me and you were just talking we really forget that people are listening i totally forget but when you do the live show you you feel like holy fuck people are listening you feel like a real celebrity in those moments are you like i am you feel famous kind of like a musician like the sound you feel when you go on stage i'm like do i just belt out a mariah carey song right now like people are like ah but it, it is for someone who's always behind a screen like yes, us yes i feel like it's really good for your mental health page talks about like you know justin bieber says like he gets so much adrenaline and dopamine from these like huge performances yes. he like can't get normal levels of dopamine anymore show his joke she's like i feel like justin bieber like, i can never recover the high is gonna be so high like one night she called me when we got back to her town she's like i feel like i'm like getting off a drug right now oh my gosh but like you get this addiction of yes. being on stage yes but i feel like Look, these people are so connected to you and to see you in person and for you to like see them in person is really powerful. This really just hyped me up. Like I Dude, really I'm so to excited for you. Thank you. And you're also a performer. Yeah, no, I am really excited. I've been really like this has always been the dream. You yeah. know, like whenever we would meet with like agents, whatever, they'd be like, What's your wildest dream? And we're like, we wanna be on stage. Yeah. Like, you know? And now it's happening, but now I'm like, oh shit, it's happening, you know? So you and Danielle met in Georgia. No. Oh, <gasps> we met before. <gasps> I know, because we both were vintage YouTubers. So. Oh my god! So you yeah. guys are like homies. We've been friends for like ten years. Yeah. How has your friendship slash business relationship intertwined? Mm. How have the ups and downs been? Do you have any advice? It's grown. Like I would say, it's exponentially grown because even when we were still like first friends, like we lived in different states, and then I am two years older, so I went to Georgia. Danielle came and visited me and then applied, got in, whatever, like ended up there. And then I would say even through the years of school together, like I was a junior, she was a freshman, like we didn't start the podcast yet that year, but we were just good friends. We traveled a lot together for work because we would do like events and stuff on the weekends. Yeah. Um, And just kind of like our friendship naturally grew. And then we were like, hey, would you want to like do a project together? And like the idea of a podcast came up. Um, I mean, the fact that you guys lived in different states, went through like no romantic relationship gets through that kind of travel <laughs> then you yeah. both moved to new york city like that's crazy yeah are you like soul sisters is she like your number one best friend or is she like just a really special person that you've done all these things with no i do think she like she is like my like my bestie i mean yeah are, do you believe that you can have multiple best friends like, no you, you think it's one well i in moments in my life i like to have like that one person gotcha but i do like Paige says everyone's her best friend but like I'm her best friend yeah I can't handle too many friends gotcha too many best friends I don't really have too many friends either but like I would say I probably have like three you know people in my life that I'm like okay I mean like when I had my bachelor party I was like wait like I love all of you so much from different (laughs) times in my life in different ways and then they all get along and then you're like so happy oh my god I can't wait to plan your bachelor it's gonna be amazing you wanna come yeah I'm down (laughs) I mean salami squad let's go um we called it the salami squad because we threw salami in each other's mouths it was a Thing. as a pizza bagel you would appreciate it that sounds amazing and we did, it was like slow-mo of everyone <laughs> Do you have a video tra- of this yes girl why have i not seen it 
it's it's it did it was like part of my bachelorette tiktok vibe but the real funny thing is did you ever see my pizza bagel video i did i remember <laughs> the one that was like yeah and what, what is it oh a slot yeah I it's go, like a pizza so bagel slot that's I'm what I'm Jewish some people call me pizza bagel um and other people call me a slut and i posted it it starts doing well i didn't realize on tiktok like how to see that people are stitching it a lot but people started stitching it in the funniest ways where like they'd cut off the joke part of mine and be like well i'm half this half this people call me this and it got so insane really yeah and i like lost track of it i you know you kind of like were the trend i don't know now i'm i'm actually really excited about (laughs) youtube Now I'm like, wait, I love YouTube because I love editing. I love creating videos. That's awesome. I mean, if you could stick with like actually doing it, I mean, kudos to you. But for me, it's like more practical for like me looking at you, like being like, hey, if I want to really lean into YouTube, like just hire someone, like be like, I'm going to commit to the bit, like do a video a week, whatever it is. I'm not editing that shit. But I actually, I have a Gen Z correspondent who I think would be really good. So Giggly Squad, we have this girl, Elena, who I hired because when we were doing Instagram Live, she would send me, she'd make memes she would just make me laugh like i was like this girl's freaking funny oh that's great and then i just was like hey you're our social media intern and now she's our ceo oh so she actually like wow she, she really made for- it all the way yeah she- and people great. are always like how do we work for you and i'm like honestly you just have to make me laugh really hard that's and then, great because also in comedy like if you hire someone who's not funny it there's so many things like i need them to be able to see i need them to be able to edit and cut totally. at the right spots they need to be able to, they need to be very multifaceted, actually. To yeah, but some people, they just have that kind of, like, yeah, creative they, mind. The spark. They either, yeah, they either have it or they don't. Yeah. Okay, it's time to play The Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. What are you greedy about? I mean, I hate to say money, but, like, honestly, in this phase of my life, like, I have been, I've been a little, I've, I've been a little greedy about money I have like you want to make money I want to make money I really just you, you know what inspires me when I go literally in in the summer when I went to the Hamptons and I saw all these mega mansions and I saw these people living in them I was like I don't want to be the freaking wife I want to like I want to like I want that to be me like I want that to be like here's use the cash here's the house like I live there like yeah yes I also think like in your 20s any money people start accumulating like start investing it now mm-hmm. because like it is the earlier you invest the it just like keeps multiplying exponentially mm-hmm. um i didn't like start making money until i don't know like recently and so wow. it's good to like i see now it's like fucking invest early yeah. on and yeah you'll be a sugar mom in no time yeah. is that weird to admit like i feel like some people are so weird about the money conversation but at the same time it's like I'm just being like, that's real, you know, like, doesn't everybody kind of want to, to some extent, I I think it's super powerful and women need to talk more about money for sure. Totally. Especially in the influencer game. I'm like, do you guys realize that the more people who are undercutting themselves undercuts other people? And you ever think about like how much money brands pay for like a TV spot or like a paper magazine ad that like people are not reading yes. versus a person who's literally going to create a whole like be a director and editor and That's actor. That's the theme of this episode. And people are going to trust it and you're going to pay us $200? <laughs> but I'm saying it's smart. Yeah. Or they'll just send you the product so you could try it and feature it in your content. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, you've been putting your face out there for so long. You did like a throwback video recently oh, of you yeah. as a little girl. Yeah. I literally was crying because we all have those videos where at the time, you know, you were like, this is epic. Like, this that is was a, That was my clapback. It was like me t- talking about hate. I was like, <gasps> oh, yeah, God, that's yeah. what it was. It was I got one. I don't even remember what the comment was, <laughs> but I was like, you know who you are. And you're stupid. That's what goes into the video. You're like, stop sipping haterade. <laughs> that is amazing. How have you dealt with your confidence levels over time as like putting yourself out there on the internet, letting people just like judge your actual real life all the time? Oh my gosh. This is another thing that I go through phases with. Do you ever like lay in bed and like have an existential crisis? Like, I am overexposed. Yes. Okay. Cause I like, that happens sometimes, and then sometimes I'm like. But it's a thin line. It's like the the here the god complex versus like it's either like I'm changing the world by putting out my insecurities, and yes. and then you're like I embarrass myself completely, <laughs> and I'm really bad about gauging it based on people's reactions. Like yeah. I'm like if I get like a ton of positive comments, I'm like I, I am <laughs> literally like more powerful than like God. Like I am, <laughs> you know. And then if it's bad, I'm like. Okay, I I don't need to like exist anymore. Basically, yeah. I'm really bad about like. Letting I'm that working dictate. on that with my therapist right now. Really, we, like my inner voice and just trusting my like. I'm the kind of person that let's say I want to get out of a party or something, but I told them I would go. I have to like ask my husband or my friend, be like, is it fucked up if I cancel? <laughs> We're like. If they say it's okay, then I'm okay with mm-hmm. it. But I have to work on me being like, no, I have boundaries and yes. I'm not a bad person. If I decide that I don't want to do something, I don't need someone totally. else being like, it's okay. The validation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then if you get out of that validation phase, then you honestly are more creative. Yeah. No, you're, it, I, I noticed that when I'm like doing better at my job and just, yeah, whether that's like getting followers or like just better responses to everything is when I'm in my, I don't give a fuck era. Like yeah. if I actually care, like I'm putting out like mediocre content. I feel like cause I'm like filtering myself without even realizing it. Yeah. You know, what do you feel about, um, the expectations of beauty that have evolved over time? Ooh. Cause you've been on camera for a long time and you've yeah. seen the trends of, you know, makeup, mm. plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these um, mm-hmm. like filters and shit. Oh, How, yeah. What's your experience? People have a, the filters is like such a big conversation, right? Especially the subtle ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's the ones on TikTok that like, you know, people have no makeup on, but use the makeup filter, and I'm like, whoa, like you got a <laughs> you got a face transplant, like yeah. <laughs> yes. It's not so. I don't so. Uh, I don't really use them too much, but at yeah. the same time, like if I like, do and I, it almost like makes you unique when you don't use it that much. Because in my head, I yes. like I. I get a good vibe from your videos, I feel like, because mm-hmm. I feel like it symbolizes, I always say real recognize real. <laughs> and like, even if you have a ton of work done or it's like, as long as you're like upfront totally. about it. Totally. I mean, I like, I get, I have, I have a nose job. I had a nose job mm-hmm. um, and I get like a little bit of Botox and stuff like that. But then I don't, then I'm like, oh, then I don't filter myself. But I also show myself when I first wake up in the morning, when yeah. I have acne and like whatever. Like if you want to see me, like go watch my vlogs. Like, I yeah, mean, like, you're it's not, there. You're it's not like, hiding. There's nothing to be hid. Yes. Certain thing. When did you get your nose job? 2016. A long also time ago. Also early. Yeah. Yeah. I was, in, I would have gotten it even earlier if I could have. So I just, you had a good experience with it. I did. I know some people like don't and they have to get a second, a third, like revisional, whatever. Yeah. I, God bless. Was yeah, it so, how, when did you start feeling insecure about it? Young, like really young. I remember like. 
I just felt like it never fit my face. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks so natural oh, and it looks amazing. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me just show off my profile. No, little. it looks so <laughs> good. No, uh, he, I went to Dr. Murata on Long Island. He did a phenomenal job. Because, yeah, sometimes you could like really see like, okay, someone made that nose. Yes. Where like your yes. nose looks so good. Yeah. Well, some people even would comment and be like, I don't see a change. And I'm like, that's perfect. Fine. That's good, actually. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Very subtle. Like I noticed because it's my face, um, and it immensely that changed my life too. Because some people, when you have your face on camera f- so much, you start seeing things that you never saw. Like I got Invisalign after like doing all these Instagram lives because I was like, when did my bottom teeth become that crooked? When like I just never knew. But like I wasn't talking. Yeah. You know, when you look in the mirror, you're just like perfect yes. but i was talking to the camera and then i was like holy fuck why is that tooth like a snaggle tooth <laughs> but but then there's still different things you're like is it me or is it actually like am i actually insecure about it yes. or am i just like playing tricks with and cons- thinking you should be insecure about it yeah exactly I, get that. I feel like you have to do whatever like works for you yeah you know? and I, honestly i don't even judge like i'm not gonna sit here and be like filters are toxic like yeah. if that works for you that's fine Fil- you know? i feel like filters they're <laughs> what are you the, the, like i don't think there's one way to define like i it. love a paris filter i'll oh, tell you that right same. now i love a paris filter my thing is do i look amazing in filters absolutely i feel like i will start hating myself more in real life the more filters you use mm. because it's like you know if you like never get your nails done you're like these are my nails they're so cute yeah then you start getting your nails done and then you take the polish off and you're like what the hell is that yeah and suddenly you're like i i never had this insecurity before but now i have it yeah <laughs> like my nail beds are weird that was me when i got my hair extensions taken out like <gasps> i never thought that that was some like I, hair was never something that i was concerned with and then all of a sudden yeah. i was like my hair's pretty thin like you know like, you start <laughs> thinking about it more so yeah sometimes it's like society putting on you but then sometimes like Something might bother me about myself that no one else notices. And if you want to, like, change that, like, get extensions or get Invisalign or, like, do some Botox, then that's okay. But it's like, yeah. I've been having this, like, relationship with beauty and plastic Mm. surgery for a long time. I used to be, like, really against it. Like, I would yell at people on my podcast. I'd be like... really? I would just be like, if you're going to get, you know, fake boobs or if you're going to do stuff to your face, like, look internally first. Yeah. Which, like, I still stand by. But now (laughs) it's like... Then I turned 30. I'm like, guys, Botox is really good. <laughs> like, actually, it's healthy and recommended by a doctor. You know what I'm doing? I actually, I haven't gotten it. But, like, I totally now understand, like, if I do or why yeah. people do it. Yeah. Um, I get that, too. And I think that it's I, – I find that it's a better position to sit in to not be judgmental about it. And I used to be – like, I feel like I used to have weird lines with it. Like, Maybe like, it's, like, internalized misogyny, it too. It kind of is. To be, like yes. – like, Oh, you need to look so pretty. Like, it's a weird reverse misogyny. It, it, it definitely is. Because I used to judge girls who would want to get, like, a boob job. I'd be like, they look fake and unnatural. But it's yeah. like, honestly, I see them and I'm like, they, they look good. Like, I yeah. don't know what switch. But also, why the fuck does it matter? Like, I'm no one's forcing me to get one. I guess I get no. mad that, like, guys don't have as much pressure. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like making... Like I used to like making fun of short kings and stuff, because <laughs> but it's my own inner anger of like women have to like have all these things perfect, and you guys can't even get made fun of for being short. Totally. But now I realize like okay, that's me, and so we're evolving, we're learning, we're growing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are an entertainment, and there's there's just like I don't want women to go too far. Yeah. And there's also like 
it's almost like success. You know, like you get something and you're like, I want more. I do so agree with I that I have a an addictive, bit. like I've never smoked a cigarette because I'm like, really? I'll just, I'm so, I don't trust myself. I'll be mm-hmm. like, then I need to be the best cigarette smoker in the world. <laughs> smoke six, <laughs> then I like six cigarettes. Six a day, like <laughs> chain smoking. Yeah, so I'm oh, like, gosh. if you're going to change one part, like why not continue changing? Like where does mm-hmm. it stop? I do agree with that. And people will say that like, no, it's not, it's not. I, I do agree that it's kind of like, then you start looking at yourself and you're like, whatever. Especially when you have a doctor who's like, oh, and then it's cool to like, they're trying to make money exactly and they're like yeah you'd look so much better with this or with that and uh-huh. then we don't have our own inner voice so i'm just like yes doctor whatever you <laughs> think is good for me but anyway um no that was really insightful i like that yeah. a lot who are you envious of Ooh, oh my gosh who am i envious of it's like this is the other thing like with doing youtube and everything like i'm happy with my own level of success and everything but i guess i would always say of course you're always gonna be envious of people that are slightly more successful than you were mm-hmm. like doing what you do but i don't want to say better but yeah. yeah like to a larger scale well you're like in the same lane yeah because i don't really see myself like i you know i I'm, it's not like i'm over here like and now i want to be a host or anything like that like i'm i'm good i'm happy to like continue on this trajectory but i think it would be cool to like have a business or something someday too so let's just say like you know do you like know girls gotta eat something. yes so course, they're yes. like my besties and i do you see you guys going that kind of trajectory where like they'd been making so much money for other brands like selling out stuff that they finally were like why don't we make our own sex toy company and it's like crushing it and I feel like you guys have such good taste and people trust you so much that I could totally see you guys launching a kind of product and people just becoming yes. obsessed with it that's like that would be like the dream yeah so someone like like a, do you know who Mariana Hewitt is Actually, yes, like her. Like she's like she actually started on YouTube. I never really like watched her wow. videos, but yeah, she was like an OG like makeup vlogger, and now she has this like not that I see myself doing makeup or skincare or whatever, yeah. but like something like that where it's she's still doing the original thing. Yeah, but it's like another component to it. How do you? Because you've been doing it for so long. In those moments that you're like, I'm not in the mood. How do you motivate yourself? Oh, oh my gosh! Like honestly, by being like this is like I, I don't want to say money or like this is my job it's or whatever job. but like guilt almost like no but it's like, your job yeah, yeah like it's that, a job that's exactly what it but is yes you are your boss so like the boss can be lazy it, completely yeah <laughs> I found that having like the hard deliverables for myself each week like does help me stay on do you track. have days off that you're like I'm not doing shit never like officially like I'm but not you just like, like to oh, work. Sunday a day off like I probably am vlogging you know do you ever feel pressure to be more fun than you are because you're vlogging <laughs> That would I'd be like to be more fun in the vlogs? You mean or like like you, like if I'm like I have to vlog my week? I'd be like oh, I guess I should go to the farmers market. Yes, <laughs> no, I definitely do feel that. Like, but I'll, it probably is good for your yeah, mental like, health. Like I should leave my apartment today. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like I'm like I, I'll be like, what do people want me to be like? Yeah. And then they'll be like, we love when you go out and about and do stuff. I'm like, damn it! Like why don't you like listen at home? <laughs> I just like to be in my pajamas. Are people ever weird with you filming like in vintage stores or like I'm trying to think of like grocery stores? Places. I've gotten in trouble a few times. Yeah. Because my camera, I'll show it to you, it's not like a little tiny like iPhone thing. Like yeah. it's like a unit. So it's kind of like, oh, what is she filming? You have you a know? whole film, film crew. Like, <laughs> yes. They're out there. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, get this banana. Get it. Um, when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath or anger? Ooh. Oh my gosh. Probably my brother on our Thanksgiving trip, actually. Oh, he's I love like, that. He's the person that gets, I don't know, family. Do you I have a younger brother. <laughs> First, he's the one person that will make me irrationally angry. Like, I love him so much, but I also, like, yes. You know, do you feel this way too? Well, he's like the one person where, like, I don't think about my tone with. Yeah. 
<laughs> like everyone else will filter the tone where with him I'll be like really really and he's like I, I literally just made a comment about your dress but he does the same but then my brother will give me the same energy back is the thing yes. like he doesn't just he won't just sit there and be like they know what yeah. pisses you off I have a younger brother and he I would always get in trouble because I'd eventually snap when I'm like he's the one doing it he wanted to get me he fuck I just anyway yeah and he's like cute so like he'd always win <laughs> when was the last time you were a sloth so like didn't do anything all day Ooh. Oh my god, are you a morning person? Not necessarily. Okay. Like, what do you consider morning? Like, like some people are like, I wake up at 8 a.m. and I drink my matcha. Is 8 a.m. a morning person? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, for a stand-up, I'm like different. Stand-up comics, we're like bartenders. We're like, yeah, you're up all night. You're though. up all night. Mm-hmm. So then, like, it's really hard to get going. In the morning. Okay, I'm like, a, like I wake up. I would say between like seven to eight like yeah. i don't think that but it's it's not really morning you're like, like i'm uh, not gary v but i do wake yeah, up yeah <laughs> i'm not like out here like have you seen the guy tim on tiktok he, he does like the day in his life with his family oh no oh okay i'll show you him after he's like this is oh my... is that with like the dad and the yes and he's okay. like this is a day in your life in your 40s he wakes up like 4 30 i'm like i can't believe there are people in the world that do this for fun you i know? did recently i was listening to the woman oh, fuck what's her name Catherine power i think she's the founder of like merit beauty when i literally have the merit lip gloss in my back she's amazing and they were like two me advice and she's like i wake up at 5 a.m and i was like turn it off <laughs> unrelated you're like i listen to a lot of entrepreneurial podcasts like <laughs> i listen to them and i turn them off and i don't agree with it i'm like that's nah, funny not me no i'm a sloth quite often i would actually like argue to say yeah um, well you're yeah. always working in your head so sometimes i'll just be exhausted and people like you didn't do anything i'm like i've actually been like thinking a lot <laughs> that's and that's the thing with vlogging like it's kind of like documented like they'll be Tuesday, you yeah. didn't leave your apartment. You know? Yeah, I'm like, but but I worked. But <laughs> also the yeah. pressure of like posting and the response and checking the analytics that is like a stress response that takes a toll. Yeah, it's definitely a lot on like doing this job and people will be like it's so easy. Whatever, it's a lot on your mental health, like in no. various ways. Yeah. like the from the comments to comparing yourself to past versions of yourself, like it's a lot. It's <gasps> a lot. ooh, compare yourself to past versions. What do you mean by that? Looking if you look at old pictures or videos or the performance, like I notice, like you know, if maybe a year ago my videos were doing better, I'm like, okay, so yes. everybody hates me now. Like, you know, you yes. start to spiral and be like, okay, so I I don't yes. have a job anymore. Meanwhile, it's like, that's literally what, where was the jump? That's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I look back with rose colored glasses a lot. Oh, that things were better in the past. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, or like something will happen to me. that's super traumatized. And I'll be like, the innocent Hannah before that. And then you have to remember like, you're literally so much stronger now. Yes. Like you would literally so help that girl, even though you think she's like innocent because she hasn't yeah. gone through certain shit. It's like, no, you're so much more evolved where sometimes I'm like, I miss when I was just like silly. And I'm like, you are silly. Exactly. But you can confuse yourself. Totally. To like be jealous of your past self. Or I'll be like, I was, you know, doing better back then. Like I was more productive. Like my videos were better, like whatever it was. And meanwhile, I'll be like, then I'll watch it. And I'll be like, it's really not better. But yeah. Th- or you'll be looking at a photo and you're like, oh, I look so pretty there. And then it's like, no, 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 really look at it. You hated the guy you were with. You did not want to be out that night. Like, let's really think. You're so right. Of what, but it's so easy to be like, oh, she was perfect back yeah. then. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> When was the last time you let your pride or your ego get in the way of something? Oh, my gosh. I feel like this, as, a, as a YouTube, like, veteran, <laughs> you, you literally are. I could see it being, like, I'm not doing that or I'm not whatever. This actually, like, I will say it comes in the way sometimes in terms of, like, what the, you're saying, like, the outsourcing of tasks. Like, I've gotten a little too comfortable with all of that. And I'll mm-hmm. be like, well, I don't need to do it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would say that my ego gets in the way sometimes of where I feel like I've – I'm past that. But I'm like, no, girl. Like, that's – you know, you still need to be doing something. Yeah. Like, whatever. I can't just outsource my entire life. Like, no. 
But so, I do think like it's hard because outsourcing is so smart. I know, I know. But it's like you outsource to be able to give yourself the energy to like do other things you want to do. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily work, but even like so I'm more present in my relationship or like so You're I right. can go to the gym when I want to go if you go to the gym. You're right. Or even just <laughs> complaining about like, like, I'm sure you've done this too, to like your parents or people who you love. Like uh, I'll complain. I'll be like, and I'm so busy and I have to film and whatever. And they're like, girl, check yourself. Like you you have to film for brand deals that are companies that are paying you money to do that like you know you're you're good yeah i'm like you're so right like i do need to yeah finding that perspective a little bit it is because i always (laughs) say like i'm the manager of my company i manage my own emotions every day but it's like you don't have coworkers to like bitch to so instead you just like bitch to yourself yes (laughs) you like wake up and you're like we have to do this (laughs) like they're making me film this damn video like i have to put on makeup yeah no but i just say to my own head like i'm not actually you know perspective it's all perspective and then i have the wake up call and i'm like this is like what I wanted to do my entire life like I'm good yes when was the last time you lusted over someone so besides your boyfriend do you have like a celebrity crush oh my gosh not like celebrity crush I feel like there's been people especially in like the New York City scene that I like want to be friends with or whatever that I'm trying to think of like specific instances but Yes, or like people that I'm like, oh, I hope that they like follow me back or whatever. Yeah. Like, does that count as a loss? Yeah. You say? Was New York oh, City, living in New York City, everything you thought it would be? Yes, it is. Oh, what do you I think? Love that. Well, it's hard because like I'm from it. here, but I'm like Brooklyn. Like I didn't, I went to school in Manhattan for two years, like my last years in high school. But like I, and I was a tennis player, so I never like really was in the scene. And then I don't, I'm not like a huge partier, even though I was mm-hmm. on a party team <laughs> I had my years you're, you're veteran. <laughs> but it makes me feel so, like I love when girls romanticize New York City like yeah. my movie and then everyone's like loving to see like your New York City apartment like yeah. I love that because I take it for granted and then I'm like wait I live in New York fucking city yes. but I forget and I just I love when people I love New York City more than anything it's starting to like the romanticization of it is yeah. starting to like fade away. But I will say in terms of like the people and the opportunities and all that stuff, like it has been I, I don't think that I would be where I'm at if I lived in Kansas. You know, well, yeah, like, the energy is fucking insane. Yes. But then it's crazy because I have like stand up comedy friends who are living in like Indiana mm-hmm. and they're crushing it on TikTok. Normally you would never make it in stand up unless you moved to New York or True. LA. But we're in this new time where like you could live in Kansas and have like, you know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> a garden and, yes. and you like are vlogging your garden and your boyfriend and like you adopted you a cat or something and you can make it you and it doesn't require it but the energy of new york is something that's like i'm in love with totally and i i i get really happy to see like other girls and you can surround yourself with other mm-hmm. people who love that energy i would say that it's almost like because we don't have co-workers right yeah so i always think like my co-workers are people other influencers for lack of a better phrase yeah content creators whatever yeah. uh, what do you say do you say content <laughs> it's, it's I'm like weird because I feel like I hit so many places. You do. Well, you're but I also, thank you. But it's funny in the comedy community, they'd be like, I mean, like, but you're doing all this other stuff. <laughs> I I feel like there was this negative connotation of influencer, but I try to like make it positive because uh-huh. I try. I'd be like, that means like you you literally influence people. True. Like even if you don't yeah. want to be an influencer, you're influencing people. People are buying your shit. Your Amazon storefront is lit. Like you're influencing people. Uh-huh. So like I yes, am not an influencer, yes, but I yes. I am an influencer. Wait. I love it. And I don't think it's stupid. It's it's also, it's like when people say like the fashion industry and stuff, like people think it's basic or chuggy because it's like a feminine thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it sexist to say that an influencer is like not a legit job? I, I like this argument. I, I don't like know. I'm trying. I'm trying to reframe this. it. Thank you. Thank you. I need you to <laughs> but like. But I think, but you're, you're a content creator. Yeah. I think I say like content creator. I mean, podcasts, you do. Like, I feel like once you have multi. I say like I'm doing stand up podcasting, creating content. 
great. And you are. That's a mic drop. That's what you're doing. And you too. Okay, final question. What advice will you give to the little devils who are listening on how to cope with your hell? When it's dark, when you're in it, what do you do to get through it? Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I think about, like, little me, like, when I was in high school and whatever, like, I would always look to like or imagine like not imagine but you know when you go to bed at night and you like imagine a scenario did you you've done this like with, have you ever done this daydreaming night dreaming all of it i'm yeah, always like when you, well they say like it's a thing that you like lay in bed and imagine a scenario with like a guy before you go to sleep this is like a, th- a common thing that girls do uh-huh. i like used to do this when i was single like uh-huh. i would like fall asleep to like my own stories yeah i feel like it was always for me thinking of like future me and being like you know i who care? Like it doesn't matter right now. I'm not. I'm not in a good place, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm not happy or whatever. But like future me, she is thriving. She is successful. Like I'm putting in the work now for future me. Like your low now will get you there in a way. And I know that it's so hard to have that mindset to be like you know. But it's like you have hope. It's hope. That's what it is. I feel like it's just having like a glimmer of it. And like I do believe in positive thinking, manifestation, like that sort of stuff. Because yes, like you will get there. I. So I would say. It's like keep your chin up, but I know that it's, that's so like corny to say, and it's like harder than that. But like I look back at how sad I used to be in certain eras of my life, whatever. And you're sad, Iris. Yes. <laughs> but literally, you flat though, Iris. Yes. No. I literally though I look back and like this girl was depressed. Like mm-hmm. I was straight up like not well, mm-hmm. and I never thought. Well, I did think that I would get out of it, but like I just kind of pressed on, hoping that I would get here, and like it's even better than I imagined. If that makes sense. I have like a very <laughs> like random basketball quote. Oh, I love that it. I swear no, I you won't it. relate to that okay. I always loved and it I've said on the pod before, but it's even when it's raining, the hoop is always there. <laughs> Which is literally what you were saying. Yes. Like I feel like shit, but like it doesn't mean I can't score and like that it's not there. You I just can't it. see it right now. My yearbook quote was <laughs> I hate myself. Not always sunny, but always in a sunshine state of mind. So, like, okay, Florida, <laughs> Lily Pulitzer, Lily Pulitzer, dash Lily Pulitzer. That's literally what it was because I like like Lily Pulitzer. But actually, true though. Like it actually, and I, I know it's so much so, it's harder said than done. Like mm-hmm. I, because I get it. Like when you're in that state, you're like. Things are not going to get better, but, really, but they will. Your career is so impressive and how long you've been in the game is so impressive. And it says something to your mindset and the fact that you've had this like successful friendship that you've turned to a business. I'm just so proud of you. You're oh such a God, badass. Stop. This <laughs> is so real. If anyone is listening to Burning in Hell, if you listen to Giggly Squad, you guys are going to be obsessed with Gals <sighs> on the Go. Oh my gosh. We need to do something together with like the We formas, have to please. do some kind of collab yes. because I feel like you have similar energy and you totally. guys are killing it. Oh um, God, where can you. people follow you, yes. listen to you, watch totally. you? So the podcast is with Danielle Caroline. The, it's called Gals on the Go. New episodes every Wednesday. And then I am at Brooke Michio everywhere. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter. I do. I try to do Twitter too. Oh yeah, she's tweeting. I try to be a little comedian yeah. too sometimes. We love. <laughs> we love. So follow her. Thank you so much for coming Thank to Thank you hell. for having me. This was so fun. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>